maybe. There it goes. Okay. Uh, Revelation, and we are in chapter 8, 10, 7, 9, 10. Uh, 9. <laughs> I didn't write the chapter down in my notes, which is always nice, isn't it? No, we're in chapter 8, yeah. <laughs> yes. We're in, we're in chapter 8. 1 through 3 or 4, 4, 5, 6. We went through first 6 last week. So we're starting in verse 7, and we're going to work through verse 13 tonight, looking at the first four trumpets, uh, four of the seven trumpets. So there's seven trumpets. Um, they're divided into uh, two groups, the first four and the last three. The first four are commonly referred to as the war trumpets. They deal with judgment uh, that impacts uh, natural objects, trees, mountains, rivers, sun, etc. And then the last three are called, the by many people, the woe trumpets, which, because this is, you'll figure that out when we get there, uh, but uh, it impacts human life, so pain, death, um, hell all brought into the last three trumpets. So today we're looking at the first four of the trumpets, starting in verse number seven. Um, let's pray and then we'll, then we'll just dive right in. Lord, we thank you for letting us come tonight. We thank you for um, safety getting in. And uh, Lord, we uh, pray for those that couldn't be here tonight. But Lord, we pray for those that are here and that we would uh, understand, receive, um, and learn from your word this evening and uh, help me as I present it to do it so uh, in a way that is clear and correct, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're in Revelation chapter 8, starting in verse number 7. We're seeing the uh, uh, earth, the, the war intensify on the earth. So we're seeing things get worse. Now, we, if you remember going through the seals, um, with each seal, the uh, restraint of God seems to be being removed more and more and more. Things were getting uh, very, very rough. And uh, then you remember the seventh seal. We looked at this last week. Um, you probably heard the joke before that uh, men at the rapture, men, men will get there half hour before the ladies. Because it says in verse number one that when they opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about the space of half an hour. Um, I don't. I don't believe that. That's just. Uh, I heard that as a joke. Um, so, <laughs> so you see here in verse number seven, um, we see the first trumpet sounds. It says in verse number seven, the first angel sounded, and uh, there followed uh, hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth. And the third part of the trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. So we see the first trumpet sounds, and it's a storm brewing. And we see a third of the trees and the grass, all of the grass, is burnt up. And my first thought is out west, Arizona, New Mexico, if you've ever been out there, there's very little green grass. It's just brown. And not a pretty brown in most cases, just brown. And, uh, and uh, there's not much going on, but they do have trees. Uh, well, some of them do. Northern Arizona does. And uh, so there are some trees out there. So when we think about this burning up a third of the trees, what do trees do? Um, there's a couple different things, of course. You can look at it from a couple different angles. One, you can look at it from a militaristic viewpoint. 
Um, if there's trees are gone, then there's no or few hiding places. Um, you know, if you fly over trees, uh, it's hard to see what's going on underneath the trees. But if there are no trees, then it's just kind of you're out there unprotected. Uh, you think about it as well. Trees provide oxygen. Now there are people who say already that America only has 60% of the oxygen needed produced because of all the trees that we've cut down over the years. Um, I seem to be doing fine, so I'm not sure how that works. But, uh, but if you destroy all the trees, or a third of the trees, you're cutting out um, oxygen, which is going to obviously play an effect on the comfort level of life uh, a fair amount, I would say, as well. Uh, and then all the grass, all the grass. So it's a third of the trees, but all the grass, it says there in verse number seven, uh, was burnt up. So you see this, um, uh, this attack through. It's interesting, when you're reading through Revelation, I've said this already before, but I'll say it again. Um, I'm, a, I'm a biblical liter- literalist, so I take the Bible literal. Um, I do believe that, because Christ did this in his own ministry, I do believe there are things that are symbolic. And I think in Revelation, there's, there's a fair amount that's symbolic. Um, but, but I still think, it, I think prayer is important when you're reading the Bible um, to be able to understand what to take literal, what to, what to be symbolic. And sometimes, and we're going to look at it um, here in just a second, the Bible tells you it's being symbolic uh, versus having to try to figure out if it's being symbolic. So there's arguments that are made over symbolism uh, versus literalism here in Revelation. Um, and included in this passage here, there are arguments from smart people that would argue both sides of it. Um, but I think, I believe it's literal because verse number eight, we're going to look at it in just a second, but tells us uh, to take this symbolically. But anyways, uh, verse number seven doesn't say that, so I assume it to be literal. And um, the burning up, now again, you can look at it different things. The, the sim- symbolism people would, would argue the um, fire mingled with blood is a symbol of different things, whatever. But um, Seems to me like it's just a, an incredibly um, uh, horrific event uh, where hail and fire uh, are come down and trees are burned up and uh, gr- the green grasses burn up and uh, it causes a lot of destruction on the earth. And tr- uh, trumpet number two is, is similarly, it says in verse number eight, And the second angel sounded, and as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. Uh, it continues in verse number 9, And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships which uh, were destroyed. Um, so here in verse number 8, it's interesting because it has this word, as it were. Um, it says, as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea. So there's a lot of thoughts behind this. I don't know that I have a firm belief either way on it, but um, I think either way we're, we're being shown a lot of just tragic things happening. Um, and so, uh, but, but the, uh, the idea here is, is that, um, well, Jeremiah 51.25 says, Behold, I am against thee, O destroying mountain, uh, saith the Lord, which destroyeth all the earth. And I will stretch out mine hand upon thee, and roll thee down from the rocks, and will make thee a burnt mountain. Um, so if you look at that Jeremiah 51 passage, and you refer to it here in Revelation, you see the symbolism that God used 
uh, in referring to a people group or people uh, and the destruction in which they were and what God was going to do to them. Now, I don't believe verse 8 is necessarily talking about people. Uh, it could be talking about a nation, uh, um, a strong kingdom, whatever it may be. Um, but where we're looking at the rest of the passage here, it's all talking about natural things. And uh, so whether it's a volcano, um, whether it's uh, whatever it may be, um, at the end of the day, the, I think the point is it's bad. <laughs> it's not good. Um, and, uh, and it says here that the, a great mountain, as it were, burning with fire, cast into the sea, and a third part of the sea became blood. So there's this, um, this, this uh, uh, event where the water now is being contaminated at the very least, and, uh, and it says that the creatures that were in the sea, a third part of them, uh, died, and a third part of the ships were destroyed. Now, it's, it's kind of different, right? I mean, sea life versus um, sea uh, uh, machines don't typically get impacted by the same thing, um, and, and at least to this point in life, right? Uh, you could argue here that the sea was so, so hot. Um, as a result of the mountain, as it were, with fire going into the water, um, that it killed and destroyed the ships, killed the, the sea life and, and destroyed the ships in a third part uh, here as well. But let's go to Amos 7.4 in the Old Testament. It says, Thus the Lord God showed unto me, and behold, the Lord God called to contend by fire, and yet devoured the great deep, and it eat up a part. So you look at the Old Testament again, and you see similar um, ideas, terminology, I guess, uh, being used. Amos 7.4 talks about uh, fire and devouring the great deep and eating up a part. Um, then in Revelation, you come where a part gets destroyed, both the sea life and the ships that were in there as well. Um, get destroyed, and a third part of them um, as well. So you're seeing this uh, movement. It's almost like if you go back to Genesis and look at creation, where God took seven days and he created a thing or two or three each day and worked through the process of, of different things. These trumpets are kind of doing uh, in a similar fashion. Uh, if we start with the trees and the grass, now we're going to the water and the sea. Uh, look at trumpet number 3, in uh, verse 10 and 11. It says, uh, And a third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. Uh, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. So you transition from the sea to the rivers or the waterways. It's the, the drinking water uh, is, is, seems to be what it's referring to here as well. And the contamination of it, poisoned water, um, so to say, where you have this effect happening. Um, now it is interesting. It talks about the lamp here, um, the great star from heaven burning as it were a lamp. The easy part to explain here is what it means by burning as it were a lamp. Lamps burn, and they burn out. They're not eternal. They don't stay on forever. Um, either the, the wick burns down or the uh, oil uh, empties out, burns out, and, and, it, and it goes out. Now, when you look at this idea of wormwood, if you look, it's capitalized, at least in my Bible. I assume it is in everyone's, verse number 11. Um, the first time it says uh, Wormwood, so the name of the star is called Wormwood. Uh, 
Um, most people, and I shouldn't even say it that way, but I believe it's referring to Satan. Uh, I believe it's referring to uh, the fallen angel, Lucifer. Um, in Revelation 13, we're not going to get there and study it today, but we will get there in a couple weeks. Um, it brings this back up, brings up Satan as, as this, I believe, and I think it all ties in together. Um, and, uh, but we know that Satan does a lot of damage, does he not? And if you look at the scriptures of the end times and you watch the, what uh, God allows Satan to do, um, and what is uh, uh, what he thinks is, uh, well, I don't know, I've heard it both ways, but we'll study it as we get to it. But um, Satan is released, and he causes damage. And in this time, especially in the tribulation period, Satan has run a wild. It's controlled chaos, and Satan is the controller. God is in control, but Satan is the controller of the chaos at that moment. And we see here this, um, this poisoning. Now, again, here, same, same as verse number, what, 8, uh, where it says, as it were, uh, the, the lamp um, as well. Uh, but it falls upon the fountains of the waters and the rivers, and we see that it becomes bitter. The word wormwood means bitter. Um, and, uh, and many men died because they were made bitter. So it's, it's, it's contamination. And it's, you see the trees. And the grass, so you can look at shelter or you can look at oxygen. Um, you've got the waters where the fish um, and the sea life and, and boats die. So again, if you're looking at it from a militaristic standpoint, a destruction of navies, um, a destruction of resources, of things that were bringing shipments and food and things like that. Um, and now the rivers or the drinking water is, is contaminated and many, it says, men died because of it. Uh, and then we get into verse number four and verses 12 and 13, or excuse me, trumpet number four, verses 12 and 13. The fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and a third part of the moon, and a third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. And I beheld and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe. Woe to the inhabitors of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpets of the trumpet of the three angels, which are yet to sound. So we see here in verse number 12, uh, darkness uh, over a third part. It says a third part of the day was dark. A third part of the night was completely dark as well. And we see throughout these verses that same uh, uh, number coming up. A third part, a third part, a third part, a third part. Well, what's the first third part we read about in Scripture? The first time the Bible mentions a third. I'll give you a hint. Lucifer. Third of the angels. Third of the angels joined Lucifer in the rebellion and left. And I just find it intriguing where you have the connection... Um, that uh, I don't. I guess I don't know how to properly connect it, um, other than that it's it's there. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, is it uh, you know a third part that uh, that they because it's a third of the angels, it's a third third of the destruction um, of the different things. Is it um, just you know, numbers in the Bible are intriguing? You can go through and study through them. You got to be careful. Who you're listening to in numerology, but uh, there are things there 
um, you know, there's a lot of things. I mean, Satan, uh, excuse me, Satan, oh my goodness. Um, but uh, number seven, the number of perfection. Um, you look at a lot of things in, in Christ's life and God um, and things like that. I mean, there's things in Scripture that, that just fit together perfectly, all of Scripture does. Um, but we see here this, it's not total destruction, but it's definitely, it, if you ruin a third of something, it affects the thing, right? If you cut a third of my finger off, it changes the way that I use my finger, right? Um, if you uh, take a third of the church and they leave, it affects the church. Um, if you destroy a third of the trees and a third of the oceans and a third of the drinking water um, and a third of light, it's going to impact. You know, in Alaska, I don't know what the, the numbers are there, but there's more darkness in Alaska. Everybody knows that. Well, as a result of that, there is more depression more alcoholism, more just negative. <laughs> light is good. God created light. Light is good. Light is helpful. Light is healthy, uh, right? And so this darkness is going to have an impact as well. And again, I, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say there's a tie to the third of the angels. I don't know how to connect it. Um, so take it as a pure opinion from me. Um, but, but it's there. Um, a third of the angels rebelled with Lucifer, and now we're seeing in Revelation towards the end times now where a third of different things are impacted um, as these trumpets sound. But verse 13 is the intro into the next three trumpets that we'll look at next week. Um, but it says there, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of, other, uh, of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound, the ones that are coming. That's why they're called the woe trumpets. Um, and, uh, um, and that's not, I mean, it's what people call it. It's, you, don't, you can call it whatever you want. Uh, but trumpets 5, uh, 6, and 7 we'll look at next week and begin to come into. Um, as we look at the effect it has on, directly on human life. And uh, these first things impact life, but um, they're not done to the human life, if that makes sense. Um, and it's kind of like in Job where um, Satan is attacking Job and he takes his family and his money and his materials and all these kinds of things. And Job stays faithful. And Satan's argument to God is, well, you haven't let me actually inflict Job. And, uh, and, and he felt like when he was able to do that, then Job would fail. And, uh, and we know the whole story of Job. But um, it's similar here in the trumpets where the first four are impactful, but they haven't yet hit specifically onto the human life. And they're going to get into that in 5, 6, and 7, and we're given that warning, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, you know, I grew up around horses, and whoa was an important word. <laughs> and uh, uh, you needed the horses to know what it meant, um, and, uh, and you needed the people to, to know what you meant when you were telling them to whoa, whoa, whoa. So uh, we're going to get into those, those next week. Um, as well, and we'll continue through these trumpets. But we see this intensifying uh, battle going on on earth right now with the uh, third of the trees, all the grass, um, the uh, third of the ocean, uh, and a third of the water sources, the rivers and the fountains, and, uh, and then we see a third of the light as well uh, in there. Uh, but it's being impacted by, uh, in the third trumpet, uh, by this um, fallen star, that is named worm. War, I can't even say the word wormwood. 
um, Wormwood. And, uh, and, and we're going to continue to see that as we go through. Uh, we're going to see it again, like I said, in Chapter 13. We kind of come back to this um, as well. Let's pray. Lord, uh, I'm thankful that we can look at Revelation and we know the positive outcome that, that we can have, um, that if we're saved, that we do have. And uh, Lord, I just pray, though, that again, as we're studying through this book, and uh, Lord, I pray that you would just help us to, to, to catch a burden, um, Lord, to be working now uh, for the night is coming. Uh, Lord, so help us to, to do our part, to be faithful, um, to share the gospel, uh, have an alert going off within us uh, that, that time is precious and uh, we only have a little bit left. Um, so, Lord, help us to use it as you would desire for us to use it. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, if you got your prayer list, you can take those out. You should have your prayer list because I gave you one. 